This is Jim Anderson with Psalm Tree Consulting coming to you with a biblically focused business podcast. And uh, last time I, I talked a little bit about um, uh, and, and about ethics. And there's a, 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 a much bigger issue that is that we, we need to talk about as well that has to do with that. And of course, this whole being biblically focused uh, as a business it's at the very core of this that, you know, is ethic, the ethics, um, you know, it's our, our moral code, uh, being able to do the right thing. But it's not just following a set of rules. It's, it's also, um, it's just being, understanding right from wrong and doing what's right, do the right thing. Um, you know, there's a Chuck Colson series that I think everyone should watch, and especially every business owner should watch, um, titled Doing the Right Thing. And it's it's uh, a panel of, uh, you know, Christian influencers that have, uh, have a discussion about ethics in our society. And, you know, Chuck Colson, as you know, was a, uh, was on on the uh, White House staff uh, with with the Nixon administration, and um, got caught up in all of the stuff that happened during the Nixon administration, and um, actually ended up serving time in prison. Um, not necessarily because he really did anything illegal, but because of the uh, political fallout and um, you know the kinds of things that that he was being accused of and, and, um, and his, and his ethics, you know, were, were very high. Um, yet there was a, a small thing that slipped through that kind of got him caught up in it. And, and of course, then eventually having to pay the price because of, uh, the political fallout. Um, but, while he was in prison, he started um, uh, a, a ministry, uh, prison ministry, uh, prison fellowship, and um, has come out with a lot of stuff on apologetics. And, and it, you know, I think that uh, very, very good direction to go. And, you know, just every business owner needs to be uh, well-versed in apologetics and uh, biblical principles and um, understanding, being able to clearly take today's issues and, uh, and apply biblical principles to them. But one of those things, uh, you know, especially as our society is doing what it is today, the levels of trust have dropped so significantly that it is extremely difficult to even get a job unless somebody knows you really well, unless you're, of course, you're getting an entry level job and then, you know, uh, turnover is usually high there anyway. But if you're in, if, if you're experienced enough that you're at a higher level, you're at management level or an executive level qualifications, um, finding work, um, in, on, in the job market, is is extremely difficult unless you get you work with somebody that you know really well, and 
because of the trust levels. I mean, and consumers don't trust anyone anymore. Um, they never, they won't buy um, without, you know, extraordinary guarantees and um, asking you to make extraordinary promises about the performance of the whatever it is that you're selling them and the results they're going to get that everyone is tempted to overpromise and what's happening is everybody is overpromising and if you don't overpromise you can't even compete and this is tough it's a, it's a tough situation um, and if we want to keep our integrity and maintain our sense of ethics and do the right thing oftentimes that is going to mean we're going to lose the initial battle. But notice I said initial battle. We're going to lose it first because we're going to have to prove that our integrity does not have a price. So when it comes to operating a business, the way that you're going to be successful is to build trust in an environment where trust is difficult to obtain. So you have to, you know, we're in an environment now where this, the, like on the internet here, the, the standard has become that you have to give away a lot of value and establish, build relationships with people before you expect them to buy from you. Um, and then, you know, it's worth it to do that because then when they do buy from you, usually you, you know, information has a, has a nice high price on it and a nice, a nice high margin. And so you're able to make up for that. And so it makes sense for you to do that. Um, you know, if you're talking about e-commerce, that may be a little bit different, um, but we still have trust issues. And so keeping your vows um, keeping your promises as a business, delivering on your promises um, is an issue. It's because most of us have been been under extreme pressure to promise to equal the promises or exceed the promises of our competition to be able to get the business to win the business. And then once we win the business, now we're stuck with fulfilling on that promise. And we may have made promises that we can't fulfill. And so we'll come up with excuses and conditions as to why we don't have to follow through because the, of responsibilities that we have, we place on our customers side to say, well, if you didn't do this, this, then we can't fulfill our promise. And, and then that uses that use that as an excuse. And so, so people are constantly being trained to distrust um, people who are selling anything to them. And uh, even when they establish a relationship with them, it's being, it, you know, we're, we're competing and promising these major things, but then we're putting all kinds of hidden conditions on those. We put them in the small print and, and then we hold them to it. And, you know, if they sign a contract and they don't know and understand all the terms in a contract, then, you know, they signed the contract and we have a legal uh, argument, but 
we didn't make sure that they understood those terms before they signed it. We just got the deal. And when they signed it and didn't know, totally understand the terms, we we sort of misled them and we trapped them into, into an agreement to where we have legally the ability not to deliver on our promise. And that's still wrong. So um, it says in Deuteronomy 23, verse 23, you shall be careful to perform what goes out from your lips just as you have voluntarily vowed to the Lord your God, you have promised what you have promised. So you've promised what you've promised to others, you have promised to God. So that <clears throat> that means that when we give our word to somebody to do something, then we're obligated to do it. So if we, you know, if, if we're, you know, an internet entrepreneur and we're doing a course on how to make money, and we promise that they're going to make uh, $10,000 a month within the next 30 days. Well, if they're not making $10,000 a month in the next 30 days, you probably need to refund their money. Um, and there are people that are not going to be able to do that. And if you, you know, you can say, well, you need to do all these things according to what I say, then, you know, and, and besides, if, if they go beyond the 30 days and still haven't been able to ma make it, um, surely you should give their money back. But there are a lot of Christians out there that that um, you know they won't they won't take that responsibility. They will think that 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 promise is conditional on whether or not you know their customer follows through on on the obligations they gave them without really being clear about what those obligations were up front. Um, but they made the promise and, you know, when the sales, they say, you're going to make $10,000 a month in 30 days. All you need to do is follow my instructions. And then, um, when they felt like they followed your instructions and they, you know, did in the spirit of it, and maybe there's just some things they just don't do very well. And then they fell through and weren't able to, to meet, you know, you weren't able to meet your promise with them because of what they have been able to un unable to do you still promised them that they would do that um so you made a promise that you couldn't keep and and then um you then you say oh well my promise is conditional upon you doing what your side is going to do and you didn't do it and um so you know you have to wonder whether or not that's really is that really ethical or not and I think this is something that that um, deserves a lot more, a lot more discussion. And I, I, I am going to do a series. I'm not sure how long this series is going to be, but there are lots of things to talk about here. And I think there are lots of things we need to think about as Christian business owners, how we are going to to resolve some of these issues that we have because we are taking the stand. Um, you know, how are we going to be able to deliver on our promises? How are we going to be able to make the sales that we need if we can't promise the blue sky that everybody else is promising? And there is a way out of that. And it, and it does involve trusting God. But I think that this is part of the whole mission and the whole reason why I'm doing what I'm doing 
is that we as a group of Christians in the marketplace need to live by a different standard. Um, and it, and, and it's not, it's become to the point where it is clearly a different standard. It is clearly a way to differentiate ourselves from the norm and is an opportunity to make this a good thing that we can profit from. And it will be easier to do the more of us that do it and the more of us that save and redeem the reputation of Christian business owners from, you know, what we've been doing in the past and have created such a bad reputation for, because even I am suspicious of business owners who claim to be Christians. And um, I don't immediately trust them just because they say they're a Christian, because I've learned that sometimes these are the worst offenders in being dishonest and, and lacking integrity and, um, You know, so with that said, we will talk to you next time.